Fuck Dwayne Johnson. Nah, uh, man. Come on, bro. What, what's with all that? For real, man. hostility. Have you seen Dwayne Johnson? He's made millions of dollars. Comment down, Titus. You can't wife. tell me you didn't like San Andreas <laughs> the movie, bro. Bro, I didn't even see that fucking movie. Have you seen I, Rampage? Don't want to. I haven't you, seen it either. How do you, have you seen but it? My thing is about that. How do you make a movie based on that video game? Yeah. That would, it didn't make any sense. I mean, I agree with you. I wouldn't know how that would That's like making work. a crazy taxi movie. <laughs> I actually want to see that. I'd want to see that. I'd want to see that. Crazy taxi movie. Crazy taxi. Welcome to the Three Count Podcast. My name is Wes. East. What? <laughs> See, I was gonna say north, but then they're gonna be like, "Oh shit, they got northwest on here." Straight up, that would have been dope. It would have been, you know, oh, east shit. over here. Compass. <laughs> uh, I'll think of my shit for the next podcast. Call me Maverick. Maverick. <laughs> All right, Drake. Definitely don't call me that. Call me the Six God. What was the dude that um, the guy that Pipe Page? Uh, Brad one? Maddox? Yeah, I'm Brad no. Maddox. <laughs> you call me Maddox. How, how can I make that shit Spanish? Maddox. Maddox. No. no. Me llama Maddox. <laughs> how, how do you say Brad in Spanish? Brad. Brad. Brandon. Brad. Brandon. Brad. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm fucking Mr. Pipes over here, man. I'm piping down Paige. Oh, shit. As you hit them. You yeah, know what? Yeah. You know what? I want to go by Brody. Brody? I'm going to take so that. So Brody, Bruiser? Mr. Pipes, and West. Nah, the, this is not Mr. Pipes is inappropriate. This is not a porn podcast. This is a, That's what you think. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well be. Guys and Speedos. Shit. True. Oh, I guess. True. But this is a wrestling podcast. This is a wrestling podcast. With a little porn sprinkled on it, I yep. guess. It wouldn't be... When here. Pipes is here. <laughs> <laughs> Wesley Pipes. Uh, I'll, be, I'll be Maddox for today. Oh, Alright, so we got Maddox... Brody and West. Yeah, there's um. How's it going, guys? Well, it's going. It's going. It's, going. it's about time we get to do this. Yeah, we've been we've been talking about this for quite some time. Because we did it. We did. How many episodes did we do? Uh, maybe like four or five. Four. How many of them were good? Five. <laughs> Fuck yeah, that's the confidence I need. I, I like that. You guys did four, <laughs> but five were good. Hey. Yeah, it's like when you say I put 110 percent after you say 100 percent, so it's just. You know, I like the way you sixty percent of the time. You, you should be booking Raw because Raw was atrocious. Well, I haven't watched Raw in like forty-eight weeks, so I don't know what the fuck is forty-eight weeks. weeks. Yeah, and it's only been six months. So, <laughs> <laughs> so damn, going into last year, you ain't seen Raw. No, no, I, I don't. I think the last time I watched. Nah, I, I, Instagram's been my raw on Monday nights, honestly. Yeah, honestly, I've been following it. What I do is I follow Instagram, and Tuesday morning I go on Bleacher Report and I read the grades. Okay. Because oh, they go shit. into yeah, great right. detail. I it's really good. I, I kind of yeah. YouTube my raw. That's what I was doing for a while. Oh, just like the, the quick, 90, like 20, 30 like minute 90, rundown. 90 no, second th- raw. That's Hulu. Well, uh, there's like a clip. Somebody showed me there's like no, a clip. No, on YouTube, on they, they bring it down to like half hour. Like, oh. like, yeah, you kind of like can see like more or less. That's like way too main, much time like to get to that product. Points. Yeah, yeah. So like, let's say for instance, Heyman's promo. Heyman's promo on Monday was that was godly. Oh my god, that was we talked about it. That's we probably did. one of the best segments on Raw in the I past cried, I year. Cried with yeah. him. I cried with him. I believe that, and Renee Young was so perfect as the uncomfortable inter- like inter- she yeah, looked uncomfortable. Like, definitely, but she like she kept the professionalism. But you can tell she was like, do I really want to do this? And it just played into like. 
the seriousness of the role that Heyman has on at SummerSlam. Yeah, like, like where I don't know what's gonna happen here? now. You know, now you mentioned I know it's it's on track, but it's a little different. Um, there's acting. Absolutely. I mean, obviously, it's acting. And oh, this you is trying a, to, this is trying a, to nominate Heyman for an Emmy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's a, t- it's a TV that. show. You know, I, I mean, it's it should he should be voted or he's in the running for something like that was really good. He really Heyman, sold that really well. That he's definitely getting a slammy. Oh, easy. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. The thing about Heyman is that Heyman has this thing where even when he sees himself becoming very very stale, he found a way to reinvent himself. Yeah. And now you're in love with the character all over again. He has like, and he always a, finds a way to do this. He has so many different like switches or gears yeah. that he just keeps tuning well, in. I can tell time. you what part of that promo did that for me was when he first started getting choked up, and Renee was like, "We can stop," and he's just like, "No, just do yeah, your job. Like, come on, bring it. God, bring Honestly, it. Yeah. for me, or when he was like, uh, uh, "You're sitting there, like I deserve this. Yeah. Like I had this coming." Yeah, and it's like, wow, you it, kind it of kinda reminded me yeah. a little bit of like some kind of like Joker-ish kind of feel, like on some like I don't know, I don't know how to explain it. It just had a feel to it. Like honestly, when I saw him look back. Almost like fearing that Brock Lesnar yes. was going to come in and rip him apart. That I was, was like, awesome. oh, this is oh. good. This is really good Can you good imagine stuff. the look on his face if Brock, Brock would have been right there? Oh, my God. That would be crazy. But at the same time, you have to give Heyman complete credit because he fixed that whole storyline. Because oh, that made no sense. Nothing. What well, doesn't make sense? Because like, last week on Raw, they had... Uh, Heyman out in the ring and like, or they had Heyman on Raw with Brock and Brock's ordering him around like, get me coffee, get me this. And I saw like, that came out of nowhere. It was really weird. Yeah. Like, had you had that build up for a few months, like little things where hey, Brock is getting annoyed with Heyman and you visibly see him getting frustrated, mm-hmm. then it makes sense. But to happen on like out of, out of nowhere, like it just it didn't make sense. I get it. Yeah. And, and then and when he got him in the ring and he's like choking him, it's like, but is, where is it really out of from? is it really out of nowhere though? I mean, we've known Paul Heyman <laughs> as fans for many, many years. We know he can right. be somewhat of a weasel. We know this. He's not doing his job. I'm trying to remember who exactly what it was that told me, but they gave me the realization that it's true. He deserved this. Brock Lesnar is now fighting Roman Reigns for what? That was me. That was you. I did tell you that. Because <laughs> at the upteen time, as an agent, you have to find a way to get, to get Roman out of the picture. You've defeated him. Even though Greatest Royal Rumble is sketchy, like five times already. That's also the thing. The casual fan won't pick up on that. The casual fan won't pay attention to that. So if you have Brock Lesnar starting to voice his displeasure, like, you know, come on, you're my agent. I faced this guy five fucking times already. Get somebody else. And I've beaten him every time. That's a good point. Get me someone else. Then this storyline makes complete sense to everyone and not just us who are paying attention to all these little nuances. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. So. I mean, obviously, like, we talk about Braun. We want Braun to have the strap for the longest already, correct? I think Braun walks out of SummerSlam that champion. I don't. But I, we'll get to that later. So, who who would you want to face Brock for the title? On a realistic level? Or a, are we fantasy, a fantasy booking? Fantasy booking, uh, but, real, but the realistic is the better answer. You know? We'll do one and one. We'll, bo- we'll give both answers. Yeah, that's what we'll I mean. Give the realist- we'll give the realistic, yeah, yeah. and we'll give the fantasy. <clears throat> we'll okay. start with you. So... The one that makes sense on a realistic level is Braun. Because Braun's never yes. gotten a fair shake one-on-one. Absolutely. But if we're going fantasy, I want Drew McIntyre. I want okay. Drew McIntyre versus I got a Brock story about Drew McIntyre. And I want Drew McIntyre to be the monster he's supposed to be. And I want him to destroy Brock. All right. Okay. 
um, real quick, the Drew McIntyre thing. Um, a friend of mine, when I was in college, we were, there was a show in, you know, in Bridgeport, mm -hmm. and Drew McIntyre, it was a three-man band show, whatever, yep. going on. And my boy was like, <laughs> my boy was like, hey, you know, who do you think is, is good or whatever? And I told him surprisingly that I like Drew McIntyre. I don't know what it was about that the night. Chosen one. But he, he looked really good. And I was like, you know, this guy, he, he looks like he, he could be something. Mm -hmm. And then... How many years later? That was like six years ago, and then now for him to be what he is now, well, like it's, he completely it feels good to see him. himself. Oh yeah, because big his time. indie stuff he was amazing. amazing. Yeah, I remember you told, when I um when I came across what uh was it what pro what, what pro? culture what culture what and culture? then we were he talking about it and then he came up after that. I was yep. like, oh shit, like watch his stuff from Evolve, watch his stuff from Walk, Watch uh, what culture. I think him getting released from WWE was, was the best thing that happened to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then again, I feel like that goes with everyone like once you leave there you really come into your own yeah. and we'll get back to that for sure so i do yeah. want to hear your definitely um real real realistically bronze like the default like of course i want okay. Braun to yep. be but i think for my own realistic choice it was really cool to see seth as champion i like seth as champion thank you you know thank you thank but, you uh, for, because go ahead, go ahead. Uh, uh, but for fantasy I want Joe to have the strap, bro. I like that. I Joe, Joe will eventually have the oh, yeah, he the title. Yeah. They dropped the ball with Joe in the Universal. Joe should have been the one. Because when he choked out Lesnar on the stage, that's when you that put was the strap exactly, on him. Because exactly. Because he, he went out and he slayed the beast. Absolutely. By himself, he didn't need to cheat. He came up and he choked that. I mean, it was a little period. from behind, but we get the point. It was from behind. Yeah. But at the end of the day, he choked Brock yeah, Lesnar. It being he Brock, you would Brock expect him to fight out of that. When was the last time you watched Raw and you saw Brock Lesnar laid out on the stage? I have I no idea. I don't, off the top of my head, I, I can't give you Like, he gets yeah. up from 13 Superman punches, but one Coquita clutch He's left done. him asleep. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. What do you so, say about Seth? Um, Seth is my fantasy choice. Okay. Yeah, Seth is my and fantasy choice. And that's where I see it, because they've built Brock Lesnar up to the point where I can't realistically see someone like Seth beating him or someone like Finn Balor beating him. I don't agree with you. Because of how they booked him. I agree with Balor yeah. beating Brock. Just with... The way they did it, like, in order for, like, in my opinion, in order for Brock to get dethroned as Universal Champion, you have to have someone like Bobby Lashley or Roman Reigns or no. Braun, someone who's big, because I can't believe that Seth is going to beat him when Roman couldn't do it five times. I'm going to stop you. AJ Styles was... The, no, we can't put him in that category because he's phenomenal. He's another category. Seth Rollins and AJ Styles are, if not one and two, when it comes to the best wrestlers in the WWE roster. Yeah, but there's no, uh, there's no argument there. I don't care about anybody else. Seth Rollins is Raw. Monday Night Rollins. Then you got the the the, the, house the of chant, AJ Styles. The, exactly yeah. the chant that runs the camp. Seth Rollins has proven this year alone. That he is the hottest wrestler on Raw. No, he is name, the man. Name one time, other than Drew McIntyre, that he was beat clean who, on Raw. Who, who beat? Who won clean? I mean, uh, who he beat? Drew, Drew McIntyre is the only person, to my knowledge, that has beaten Seth Rollins clean uh, on uh, Raw. Uh, 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 uh. No, every pay-per-view, there's always some type of outside interference. He's... Won the Intercontinental title without any, you know, outside or nothing. He's on fire. That Iron Man match was amazing. No, that was that incredible. I didn't watch it. That no, was really good. Yeah. It have was. Rollins versus Brock with no outside bullshit, no outside nothing. I think Seth Rollins can pull it off. But that's if Brock wrestles. 
Brock is just gonna. I'm, I'm. I know where you're going with this, and I'm just so sick of the suplexes. That's what I'm saying. I, I am so hate the sick. Grab the, That's what I mean with the whole. I hate the, that. The shit. way they booked yeah. him, like he can easily throw. Like he did it to AJ. He can easily just throw them around. He has a harder time, kayfabe wise, doing it to the bigger guys. No, he doesn't. I feel like he has a harder time doing it to the smaller guys. Before you go on, can we just talk about how they tried to make it seem like he's when he suplexed Braun, like it was some big deal, as if like two years before that at the Rumble he was just throwing Braun around like he was a two hundred five live guy. Braun was really, really like coming into his own, not even like the powerhouse he is now. But he's still a big guy, and they had no. I'll give you that. That's what I mean. Like they just had Brock Lesnar basically bitch him out on on, at the Rumble, and then they then you're gonna try and convince me that yeah he. Whoa! How dare he touch him like like it's yeah, just weird. Yeah. Their booking is just all. It, it it's all over the place. It's that fifty fifty booking that's got me drive drunk insane. It drives me insane. Well, it's better than that tag team bullshit they were pulling, where every week was like, ah, what are we doing? Ah, fucking tag, tag team, team match. match. Yeah, like no, I'm I'm over that. That the, the Teddy Long bullshit is over with too. <laughs> but like, we're gonna get the tag team match. Actually, I'm glad you brought that up. I want to get into tag teams today too. It's a hot tag team division going on. Right um, now. look at his match with. AJ, and then look at his match with, let's say, somebody like... Seth? Like, Seth and AJ? Or Seth and AJ. And then look at Brock's match with, let's say, Braun Strowman. He beat Braun Strowman one F5. Yeah, one. that wasn't that at SummerSlam? No, it wasn't. No. Like, it was one of those off-pay-per-views. It's just weird. The, I just don't understand. The Elimination Chamber? Was that one chamber? of those. It was no, one of those And I remember being very upset because yeah. it didn't make sense. No, they built Braun up to be this monster. And then you wash him with water. That, honestly, that was, now I would say, that's the last time I watched wrestling. I watched WWE. Because it was the, the last time him and Roman went. I was highly upset with that finish. Roman took, what, five F5s? But Braun takes one? And that's over. That makes no sense. Like how beat everyone. But then, now look at the match with AJ. I believe AJ took, I think, two, maybe, and he kicked out. But AJ's smaller, a la Seth Rollins. Every time Brock gets in the CM Punk, CM Punk from three years ago, how competitive was that match? It was. It was incredible. And then he goes against these big dudes, and he's squashing them. If I'm an outsider looking in, he's having a harder time with these smaller, younger guys yeah. than he is with these big, bulky guys. That's because true. there's, like, okay, now I'm going to use, like, some type of, like, Physics or something right now. Roman Reigns is a big dude all around. It's easier to get your grip around him. He doesn't have enough. Whereas the smaller guys are slippery. Thank you. Exactly. Their center of gravity is lower. Exactly. It makes sense. So that's why I can see Rollins being the guy. I would love Rollins to be the guy. If I'm being realistic, I want Kevin Owens to be the guy. And Kevin Owens can be the guy because if he beats Braun on Sunday the 18th which I think he I uh, I have this feeling in my gut I forgot about that match before I said Braun's gonna walk out the champion but I do feel that somehow Kevin Owens is gonna gonna slime his way into winning that Braun can lose by disqualification unless they change it until Sunday Mm -hmm. Braun can lose by count out I think they're doing that because they realize they fucked up at Money yeah. in the Bank because Braun doesn't need no, to cash No, he does not. So, he doesn't need to cash So let's say Kevin Owens does win. Mm-hmm. Kevin Owens has the has the um the, the briefcase. Cash is in the end of the night, becomes champion. Does Braun finally win at Mania? No. God, Braun, Braun will <laughs> win it at Rumble. If any pay-per-view. 
and then lose it to Roman at Mania because he's going to headline five in a row. Fuck. That's the type of booking that WWE Ladies and gentlemen, that's a wrap for the three comp. <laughs> <laughs> We're done. We're hanging up oh, the boots man. and uh, goodbye. That shit just fucking hurt me right now. Like, I'm so sick of this But guy. that's the reality of WWE booking. Yeah, They're, it's, it's, uh, I mean, damn it, man. I'm a fan. At the end of the day, I will continuously probably support this product now. I'm a disgruntled fan, so like, I could record, like, yeah, I guess. I'm just upset. Okay. That's what I mean. Like, I'm upset. Like, it's but at just, the end, I watch Raw. When Raw finishes, I sit there and I'm like, I can't believe I wasted three another hours. Another three on this hours of fucking bullshit. Yeah. So because stop. when you watch the three hours, man. you might get a solid. 45 minutes of good if stuff that. and that's only because Rollins is on the screen mm-hmm. or Owens is on the screen or Heyman's doing what Heyman does or you're just sitting there listening to Corey Graves go off on people if, <laughs> if I'm to do a top 5 right now at most entertaining things on Raw currently you can't get past 3 I can get past 3 I can't I can do 5 easy Rollins McIntyre Ziggler Corey Graves Braun Strowman I wouldn't put McIntyre and Ziggler separate. Okay, because they all have to be together. But it's just, it's just, there's not a. I feel for the first time in a long time, SmackDown is better. Says the SmackDown Six, which Paul Heyman was running. SmackDown is crazy, right? So incredible right now. There is so much, and I think it's because they don't have someone like Brock on there. No, they have a champion who shows up. They have. There's just so much because you care about. Everything. Yep. You care about the WWE uh, title. I don't care about the tag division right now, but c- continue. The tag division is getting exciting. It is. I think it's better than Raw's because there's I, more talented teams there. I, I, that's where I, I agree with you. I hate... I don't hate. I strongly dislike New Day being in the tag title picture again. Well, that's because... Wasn't it you that told me that they're going to break the record? They're booking them to they break the broke. tag... No, oh, the tag they, team reign record. That, I hope not. How many times? I feel like... Was it seven? No, 11. I think with Edge and Christian. No, I don't think Edge and Christian have 11. Let's let's go. Edge and Christian, I think, have like... Yeah, I think they have 10 or 11. No, they have 11, bro. Um, While you guys do your your research, mm -hmm. um, I feel like the only thing that WWE has done right, and it's not even for us, the fans, I think it's on... Not just almost a loyalty, but just on doing the right thing is having AJ be the champion for as long as he has been. Yes. Because obviously, like, yeah, he's phenomenal, but I just think that for all that he's done for wrestling and what he's doing for that for that brand itself, I think it's, like, the ultimate reward. Like, why give him mad different reigns when he could just give him extended reigns? You know what I mean? Edge is one at seven, but Christian's one at 11. Oh, okay, cool. If my math is correct. Edge has 12 with five different partners. Two different sources. Wait, I see seven. What are you talking about? I'm on Wikipedia, bro. Uh, Can't put anything on there that's not true. Seven times. Edge, who holds the record for most World Tag Team Championship reigns with 12 with five different partners. The Dudleys hold the most reigns as a team with eight. I, no, I agree with you, but I'm, I'm going so. by what I read. Like, why, the, why is that seven? Is it on I, WWE? I Wikipedia is stupid. Uh, but Edge and Christian have seven title reigns together. But oh, the Dudleys have eight. That's why I'm on Edge and Christian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, again, but that's what we're talking about. Yeah. As a team together, Edge and Christian has seven. Right. I don't want New Day to beat that. There's no reason for them to beat that. Edge and Christian should go down as the greatest WWF tag team of all time. Oh, the Dudleys have eight. WWE or... Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Never mind. Eight. But I still hold Edge and Christian above them. I do. Yeah. 
They, uh, I, I didn't like Edge and Christian just because I was a Hardy fan. They, like, oh, I mean, that's because you, know you didn't have the benefit of flash photography. That's yeah. why you didn't like them. Because your camera had that's no flash. Five seconds, Papa. And I kept forgetting to round the shit up. That's crazy because kids don't know what we're talking about. Nope. They have no idea. What is that? What is film? Guess film? Guess film? What is this? You know what it is, too? I, like the Dudley Boys, while they had eight, they won what two, three or four of their later tag team title reigns. Like after Edge and Christian and the Hardys both were kind of like done yeah. as tag teams. I do think that that trifecta, where the tag titles like every couple months was just like here, yes. Edge, Christian, yes. Hardy, Dudley, Christian, Hardy. Maybe Dudley. a little bit too cool. Maybe a little bit of acolytes. Maybe a little bit of Steve Blackman. But and at the Snow. end of the day, it always uh, went back oh, to those yeah. three, three teams yep. because those three made it. Those three teams and those two teams specifics, the Hardys and Edge and Christian held that entire tag team division on their backs. If yeah. I and can they beg, with it. If I can beg Vince McMahon for one thing is to give us the tag division that we had. That can envy that one. Or at yes. least... You, you have, don't even have to do it at the same level because thing, I don't think you can recreate that intensity no, you, you and could, that magic. But you could. If you're watching the takeovers, teams like the Revival, teams like the Ascension, New Day... But the Uso. Bro, American I, Alpha was so American good. Alpha. Since we're talking about teams, why break up DIY? I know Champa is doing incredible yeah. now. You don't why need them. Break you them don't need up? them. You don't need them. I don't know. That match, that uh, the triple they're, threat match was incredible. incredible. They're, even the two out of three falls mm-hmm. match, unbelievable. You don't need them to be a tag team. Those two can lead brands. That's the good thing about DIY. That they, they could can do it themselves. Exactly. <laughs> pun intended. Yeah. Oh, super pun. Super so, pun. Becky Lynch. Where? Pun. Becky lynching it. I like that. Uh, it should be a thing. Um, but you have again, like I, <laughs> like I said, you have the revival, the ascension, new day, um, American Alpha. Our truth and gold us. Our truth and gold. The golden truth, us. baby. Get that right. Uh, there's so many Gallows and Anderson. How could you forget? That the is club. the big. Oh my! We're that talking about this. The Bludgeon so Brothers. Much. The Bludgeon Brothers can go. See, I don't like that because it doesn't make any sense. Because you had them split from the Wyatts. They fought each other for months, and then all of a sudden they're both off TV. They come back as a team again, and I'm like, yeah. what happened? I, 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 it sucks because like, Luke Harper can run by himself. Yeah, he, he does Rowan needs Harper. Harper doesn't need Rowan. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Luke Harper is incredible. I mean, Rowan is, is Rowan is capable of maybe a United States title run. But he's capable in the sense that Christian was capable without Edge. Like, he's never going to be as good as Harper. You're comparing Rowan to Christian? No, no, not... Momentum-wise. Uh, okay. Momentum-wise. He okay. can have the same momentum Christian had... But he'll never hit that edge level. Like, he'll never be as successful. I feel like... Like, Harper won the Intercontinental title. I don't see Rowan winning the U.S. title... Gotcha. ...outside of, like, some random scramble match or something. It'd be kind of like one of those, like, transitional champs. Yeah. The thing about Christian, and I feel like WWE dropped the ball in Christian in 2005 before he went to TNA. Because TNA revived him. Yes. Christian Cage was the And then they they ruined Christian again when he came back to... Let's talk about, because it's TNA, so... Impact. But see, like <laughs> what you just said, though. With the owl. You said. <laughs> <laughs> you said ruin to the yeah. same person back to back within like four words. Like 
but it's WWE came out of WWE ruined left got good came back ruined yeah that's the that's the revolving door with this fucking brand with everyone well not a lot of, no I not they, they, myself they, but a lot of people WWE as of late has a maybe one for ten track record it's weird because nah, they get all these big names and then they pick name. and choose which ones they want to be successful. Yeah. Like, but then there's some that come in and it's like you can't help but give them success AJ because Styles. of what they bring. AJ yeah. Styles, Nakamura, Samoa Joe, like those three guys, they came in Nakamura. and you can't push them down because no matter how much you push them down, they're going to come to the top. Nakamura lost a little bit of his luster. I feel like he's he gaining it back now with this heel he run. He is. But during his heel run, the low blow thing got overplayed. Oh, yeah. Oh, and it was just every too week, much. Every, that contributed to me. Every week, it was like you grabbing somebody else's dick. You yeah. do it at Mania, that was incredible. It. I I was I was upset that he didn't beat AJ, but at the same time, I wasn't upset because of what it did. Yeah. I like that match left a lot to be desired. Well, that's also because we watched the Wrestle Kingdom match. Yeah. And it, how good it, that It felt was. like a mid-card match with two marquee names, bro. And, and the crazy thing is about that mania is that that mania was really solid. Oh, that hard to that point. It was. On paper, on paper, it probably that was the greatest great mania card ever. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, and then up until that, it was at that point where it was like you're on this hill. And it, who's watched Price is Right? Yes, a a yeah. yes, okay. of course. Every, I, I fake sick to stay home to watch Price is Right. Have you ever, <laughs> have you ever seen the game um, with, with the, the little Mountie? Yes, He's like, you go to no, little exactly. That—that's <laughs> WrestleMania in a nutshell. Yeah. That's literally how it happened. Yeah, and I felt like I was like, what the what 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 took a wrong turn? Yeah. Yeah. All right, so since since I you agree. were talking about how good that card was, I pulled it up so we can just see. Let's go. In comparison to that card. Let's go. That Mania card was incredible. Bananas up until that point. Oh, man. Oh, uh, All right, so we had the Battle Royal. Andre Giant Battle Royal with Matt Hardy won. Uh, I eh, was which was there. just kind of weird. I'm a Dave Meltzer right now. I Half a star. I feel, like, <laughs> I feel like a big name shouldn't win that. Yeah, that's a, and that's I feel a young like guy you go should, over. You should yeah. use it. But then again, it's like go over for what? Because everyone who's won the Andre the Giant Battle Royale, nothing's happened. Three examples off the top of my head: Mojo Raleigh, Baron Corbin, Cesaro. Yeah, they've done nothing. nothing. Yeah. It's, well, it's, Cesaro is kind of the exception a little bit. <laughs> what has he done? I mean, well, he won the tag team champions. I mean, he's that was a guy after. It's a singles trophy. Well, I guess that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, I thought you meant it's overall like where they are now compared to that. Like, if you win like, the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. I think you should at least get a mid-card title shot. Yo, I'm not even if gonna you lie. It, get an intercontinental title or a U.S. title shot, or get to pick which one you want. How that, that how that's supposed to be something for you? I had I was I was driving the other day and I was thinking about this shit. What if they brought King of the Ring back for NXT? <gasps> my heart. Just bring it back. Period. Okay, well they brought. I was thinking just for NXT but purposes because NXT's like taking they bring all these pay per views. They'll have to do a Queen of the Ring. Yes, gender equality. I like it. I like, I like the can, women's division. You can definitely do a king and queen of the ring. Yeah, definitely. Of course. I, I, I'm all for that. Yeah. This women's evolution is a. I, I'm, I'm telling you, I want to go to the event. I kind of want to go. Yeah, he, yeah, he did something. Uh, the, the evolution. Yeah, evolution. I mean, See, uh, that event? scares me. Why? Because. There's nothing going on with the women to build up to that. That pay per view is two months away. That's when they debut all this shit. What are you doing? They can. They still have time. Remember, you said it's two months away. But that's what I'm saying. But I feel like if you want me to be invested in it, 
at least start planting some seeds. They, they have. Because what's going to happen? What You're have they done have so far? The May Young, the, the May Young Finals is going to be a part of that show. Okay. The NXT, it, it, oh, see, I didn't know that. The, okay. the NXT Women's title is going to be on that show. The Both Raw and SmackDown Women's titles will be defended on the show. That's big. It's already being rumored that Trish Stratus and Lita may be participating on like, that show. Wrestling? Like, there's a, I don't want to see Lita wrestle, though. I, I don't. Uh, we'll saw, I, I thought she was going to kill herself. Yeah, I, don't, I saw her at the Rumble, but I'm like, oh, please. There's please. a lot of rumblings, and I'm going to say rumblings because they're not confirmed at all. China's oh. coming back. Hologram. Wow. I'm going to need you to stop. Wow. Get don't treat me like a woman. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Jesus. Help us all. Um, when Jericho cut off her hand or some shit like that. Oh, hit her with the, with the hammer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that it might be Trish versus Mickey James. That's a rumored match. Okay. And I'm I'm all for that if you remember WrestleMania 22. Oh, hell yeah. I wasn't watching during that time, so was that... <laughs> Yeah, she. Yeah, that was one of the most vulgar things I remember ever watching. What happened? She so, literally grabbed her vagina, rips, goes like that, yeah, and then, then goes. goes Wait, who because she was playing Mickey a stalker James. lover love storyline. Oh, oh, she got a lot shit. of gruff for that. She did, but it really worked. It was. I gotta watch like, that shit. Like we're they, still talking about it now. Yeah. Oh wow. Like I didn't know they're, that. Uh, they're saying that Renee Young and Beth Phoenix will be calling a card with Michael Cole. That's for the May Young Classic, isn't it? Is it the Mae Young? Yeah, Get that's Michael what I Cole saw. But I'm, I'm so sick of Michael Cole. He's a, I feel like he's I, a bitch anyway. No, okay. I, I agree with you. I'm sick of Michael Cole on Raw and SmackDown. Have you, did you watch last year's uh, UK tournament? The, not this year's, last year's. No, wasn't that JR? No, no, it was Cole and McGinnis, and they were amazing. Cole, outside of the Raw box... Can call a show. So uh, kind of like how, I, J- how JR like, comes around, like for like New Japan or whatever, like, just kind of like a special event thing. Yeah, but the thing with JR is that he's as much as I love JR, he he's slow, man. He's not as good as he used to be. Yeah, and granted, he's it's his age. And yeah, exactly, and you can't give the benefit of the doubt for that. But yeah. I just mean, just for as far as placement, like Cole in that kind of scenario, like oh, we have the evolution no, thing. Let's I'm put Cole you, there. Do do yourselves a favor. Listen, just watch the first tournament and just listen to Cole. Cole, was, Cole sounded like he knew what he was talking about. There was no like, vintage. There was no oh, the big dog. dog. It's boss time. There was none of that. It was literally Cole at his rawest. But I feel like the May Young Classic should have no men calling it. That's how I, I feel. think you should have. Okay. You should have three great women calling. That. Who would you Here's have called it? Who would be your three? You keep Renee because I think yeah. Renee's incredible. Okay. She's you the keep, she's the now. Yep. Keep Beth Phoenix. Yep. The past and then. I mean, I didn't mind Stephanie, but I wouldn't put her on there all the time. Here's, what's, here's what you may not be understanding about that. You don't want to put two people in a position that have never been in that position before. You need someone of a veteran who, can call, who has called stuff, big stuff before, and can kind of lead. Renee has never done that. Lita has done it with JR being the lead. Mm-hmm. So you ha- it's good that you have somebody like a Michael Cole. I would have put probably Corey Graves in that role. I'm okay with Michael Cole. But Michael Cole is going to lead them and is going to kind of like help them be better on the mic. I think it was a, it's a good call to have somebody like that. Who, who, else, who could be an alternative, though? Like, female. There is no other. I've ne- that's true, I guess. Yeah, there is no female. Exactly. That, and that, that's why I, I think it's okay. To have somebody like a Michael Cole or a Corey Graves. I would have preferred Corey Graves. But that's 100%. also why I'm looking forward to next week, Raw, to see Renee. Yes. I wanted, who I, is she replacing? Coachman, who has not been the greatest, but he's okay. Coachman was never great. 
Shut up, Cole. I like uh, Coachman. <laughs> Shut up, Saxton. Coachman is horrible. I like. Coachman. He was only good for getting thrown through a wall and getting DX sprayed on his ass. Wow. <laughs> that's I, the only thing you remember of his. Pretty much, and anytime the Rock bitched yes, him out, that, yeah, that, that's, that's my exactly favorite part. Like but see, it didn't work out. Like it worked out for Cole. The Rock bitched out Cole, and Cole became a really good announcer. Absolutely, yeah. That's and true. then I don't, I don't know. Livewire though. Who's feeding him the lines <laughs> to make him trash? <laughs> I love that shit. Todd Bettingale. But Miss Michael you. Cole and Taz was one of my favorite tag. Uh, Taz was cool. Commentary teams. Taz they just really had cool. great chemistry. Absolutely. I mean, I, it's not. I, it's not good old. Oh, it's not good old Jr. and King, no. Jerry the King Lawler. Honestly, I was. I've never been a big fan of Jerry the King Lawler. It's because you don't like puppies. Oh no, I love puppies. <laughs> like, love puppies. Like I just don't. I like. His, I like Jr. because he. I mean, uh, I feel like Jerry because he was a, funny. I feel like Heyman was a better foil for Ross. Yeah, yeah, he was good because he had the same feel that Bobby Heenan gave yes. to Monsoon. That's true. That I mean. Don't get me wrong, Lawler before 98 was fire. Oh, he was fire. dynamite. There was no stopping that, man. But after that, it kind of was like, okay, we get it. You like tits. Yeah, he was kind of just like one step from sexual assault every like, Raw. Actually, speaking of sexual assault. Oh. <laughs> uh, like, what German do? <laughs> we went to a terrific con. I don't know uh, uh, Kind of like the Comic Con for Connecticut. Ah. And Mohegan Sun, and he was there. So Lawler? my girlfriend goes and you know Jerry Lawler. Hey, you know want to sign this for my dad? Yeah. She turns around. What do I catch him doing? Staring at her ass. Well, good for you, Jerry. Good for you, Jerry. That's, Jerry. Jerry. Well, the way I say that's king approved. Well, I, <laughs> king approved. <laughs> that's king approved. My rest, rest, rest in peace, Brian Christopher. Real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there actually has been a lot of passings. Yeah, that's. Um, that's been. Thanks for bringing that down a little bit. Um, yeah, would have been just like Downer, bro. No, no, just like no, no, WWE, man. That's yeah, uh, true. I feel like we should touch on that. Absolutely. No, we should. Because what was it? it was um, Ivan. Ivan. Uh, Ivan Karloff. Uh, no, 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 no. no. Uh, Nikolai Volkov. Nikolai Volkov and um, Brian Christopher on the same day. Yep. And who was the black guy? I'm not too sure, honestly. That's, I, I meant to ask you in case you um, know who he was. I had no idea. Who uh, he but was. we also lost Vader recently. Oh, yeah. Vader, that shit that, hurt. Bro. That, yeah. to me, was probably one of the biggest ones. Because that was. I'm a gigantic fan of Vader. Oh. Well, I was a fan of Vader wrestling a... and when he was on Boy Meets World. Boy Meets oh, World. yeah. Speaking of Boy Meets World, guess what I realized the other day? And I was like, oh, it's I Panga's forgot he was still on this. Fine. Oh, oh, never no, mind. it's Panga. Panga will never not be fine. Yeah. That's true. By the way, she's a huge wrestling fan. No, I know. She's like a big fan of Leo Rush, right? Yeah, she is. Yeah. yeah. I heard um, Leo smashed. What? I heard Leo smashed. I heard he was quick. <laughs> he was he was shall you say in a rush? <gasps> oh, dun, dun, Becky Lynch. <laughs> you um, just got Becky. You got Lynch. No, you got Lynch. Can't say that. You can't say that. You got Lynch. You can't say that. No, that's racist. Yeah. No, um, I got a little red E on the podcast. So okay, we're, we're yeah. Good. Um. <laughs> I made me lose my thought. Uh, <laughs> Foley was on Boy Meets World. Who? Mick Foley. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, you're right. And I was like, I think I took a picture. I sent it to Chris. Um, and I was like, yo, I completely Foley. forgot that Foley was on this show. And I was completely, like, blown away. Speaking of shows, um, so I just officially started watching Glow. Oh, I gotta uh, watch season two. First season's really yo. good. No, I'm like midway through the first season. Uh, season two's good? And yeah. like, uh, they, they had just gone to the uh, like the wrestling show. They yeah. took uh, 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 
the blonde chick. I forget. Her. I don't know their names. Yeah, I forgot the, horrible the only one I remember they is took her, Fuji. They took her to the show, and I'm sitting there watching the wrestling Rest show, and I'm like, I'm like, what the? F-? I'm looking. I'm like, that's Kazarian and Christopher Daniels. Yeah. Yep. And then Joey Ryan comes out, and he's wrestling uh, uh, Alex Riley. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I'm like, what are you doing? Carlito and um. I haven't gotten Carl. that far, so let's not spoiler alert me. Thanks. No, he's in the first few episodes. What are you talking oh, about? Who is? Carlito. I'm, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's the brother. Yeah, shut up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Who's this the other guy, guy? This big dude. What's his um, name? Brodus. Brodus. Brodus Clay uh, the other brother. Chavito. I hate Brodus Clay. Funky's on around. Funky's on around. Oh, yeah. No, I do remember that. Yeah. That was, like, in the later... Uh, yeah, that's when I stopped six. really liking the show. It got kind of weird. Because that's when, like, Eric stopped being, like... Cool. Not even cool. He just kept. He just became like an idiot, and I was just like, "This is kind of." Yeah, I mean, he was the idiot, but I mean, it played its role. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Um, But Glow's good. I gotta watch season two. Yeah, I got. I I think I'm like three episodes left. But Chavo was like the main trainer for the show. Yeah, Chavo and all of them. Morrison was was a big part of that. The first season. I can't wait for Morrison to come back to WWE. That's not happening. Why not? I didn't watch him. At I don't. All, so. I, I don't see. It ha- he's very happy in the role he's in. You know, with Lucha on the ground and doing his movies and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, but that's what everyone says. But you don't know what's gonna happen. No, I don't. I I personally don't see it. My personal opinion. Because I would, I would love for another Miz and Morrison. Miz, I'm sorry. Miz doesn't I, I, need I, I, him. I need to. I need to say this. Being that you brought up the Miz, if Miz is not world champion at some point next year. I think I may stop watching WWE because he is. Was a travesty on, if he doesn't. He is on. <coughs> well, speaking of Miz, fire. I agree. Thank I agree. God, we're getting Miz Bryan at Summerslam. That because that is seven years yo, in the eight making. Years, eight years. Eight years in the making. I cannot wait for them to I'm go at it. I'm hoping to the wrestling gods, and I really hope that they hear me as I say this. Eddie, that they just Eddie, please. Eddie. That they can they give can. them the time to really tell a good story that I know they can both tell. It's going to be great. And honestly... Oh, they're going to steal the show. Daniel Bryan is not winning. I'm going to make that very bold prediction right now. He can't Daniel win. Bryan can't is have, not going to win. You can't have Daniel win. Bryan win that one. No. Miz, Miz is going to win, and it's going to be great. Unless you have show, Daniel Bryan... Uh, promo, he, unless you have Daniel Bryan win it, and Miz takes the title off of Daniel... No. That I'll be okay with. So What's going to happen like, is the this. Strap, the main yeah. Because oh, at cool. some point, Daniel Bryan will be WWE champion again. <laughs> and if Miz isn't the one to take end that reign, because that is the ultimate win for Miz. That'd be cool. Here's how this is going to go down. Mark my words when it does, because you're going to look at me and be like, he's a fucking mind reader. He's a fucking he's, wizard, he's Harry. A, he's a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> What's going to happen is Bryan is going to make one simple mistake during that match. And Miz is going to capitalize and win. And then Miz is going to come on SmackDown and he's going to say, I told you. I did it clean. I didn't need anyone's help. Brian Danielson was never on my level. And they're going to tell the story of how Brian Daniels, or Daniel Bryan, whatever, has lost a step. That's how you book that. Have him, you know, get a couple wins under his belt again, thinking that he's on his way up. And then he's going to get his win back at Survivor Series. If not Royal Rumble, but that's how they're going to put this on Miz. Okay, so that would pretty much be like a you know two like you know one one and then the yeah the uh, 
Tiebreaker. That's how I see this happening. That'd be that'd be good. I mean, I'm not opposed to it. Yo, give me a job, Vince. Give me a job. I can book stuff. Yeah, God knows no one else on your fucking payroll can. Yeah, no, not. I mean, all you want is tag team matches, bro. I know a guy. <laughs> I know a guy too. I know a guy. We can throw, we can throw tag teams. Who rolled dog? What? They rolled dog. One of the writers that be fucking shit up over there. I, I is he a writer? or Is he a producer? Uh, I think he's a producer. Oh okay. Um, but I just I can't wait because uh, Heyman is, is now a, like it, lead right. writer for Raw. Yeah. So during the coming weeks, Raw's gonna start getting very very good. And it's gonna stop. Right at 99. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think that once they take Heyman off, it's going to go... Dun, 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 dun. Blue pants. <laughs> so, um, up until, I want to say, a week ago, okay, I wasn't hyped up for SummerSlam. I really, not hyped I really didn't either. care for it. Nope. But What's the card? You know the card? I got the card. I pulled it oh, up okay, right here. Cool, cool. We got Daniel Bryan and The Miz. Stole uh, show stealer Finn yep. Balor and Baron Corbin. I'm not nah. in the mood to see that. I, that I don't care for. I don't want to see uh, the guy from Bully take on the demon. Constable Corbin. Nakamura versus Jeff Hardy. Has potential that but Jeff's if injuries. If there's no low blows, it's going to be great. Well, what's going to happen yeah. is Orton's going to interfere again and Nakamura is going to win. We all uh, Orton. I'm actually excited for Cedric Alexander and Drew Gulak. That'll be pre show. And yeah. I'm really sad that that's still. They're still doing pre-show fodder with them. Yeah. Because I feel like Cruiserweights need to be on the main 205 card. is a better show than Raw. I'm going to well, say that now. First off, Raw is the D show. At this point. It's the D show. That's okay. bad. Because NXT is the A show. No. SmackDown's the A show. SmackDown's the A show. NXT, B, 205 Live, and then Raw. SmackDown hasn't done anything bad to deserve anything other than the A show. They're the main roster. At the end of the day, they're the A show. And the main belt is on that show. Bam. Because to be honest, yes, the Universal title is being heralded as, you know, the prestigious belt that it is, even though it's never around. I've only seen that title, what, five times? Maybe, at most. The WWE title is the one with all the lineage. So to me, that's the main title. And they did that with freaking the SmackDown 6 many, many years ago, too. Never understood that. Why Triple H's world title was more important than the the undisputed title. Yeah, it made no sense. Stupid. So you got... Carmella, Becky, and Charlotte. I don't like that. I don't care for that. Why but is Charlotte in that match? Exactly. There's no reason for Charlotte to be in that and match. And then supposedly they might even add Asuka, Asuka to it. Yeah. I, I mean, I would be okay if Asuka's in it, but I still but want Becky. Becky has to yeah. win that. Becky Give it to, to Becky because Becky... Becky was the first SmackDown mm-hmm. Women's Champion. She hasn't even, she hasn't even sniffed that yeah. since. Dolph and Seth... That might be if a good they one. don't do the st- if the crowd doesn't do the stupid shit they did at Extreme Rules, that match could potentially what steal they did the at Extreme Rules. Um, they were doing it was a, un- the Iron Man match. Uh-huh. So for every minute, you know, t- the countdown from like nine ten to nine minutes. Mm-hmm. So it's like let's say nine ten nine. Every the crowd eight seven six. Like if it was the Royal Rumble every minute. That's it annoying. Was really but is this, annoying. this is just a singles match. Yes. Okay. Then you got Braun and Owens. For the Money in the Bank contract. Which I do believe Kevin Owens is going to walk it's out. It's a regular with. match, no stipulation, no occasion. Uh, the fact, the only thing on the line is the Money in the Bank briefcase. Okay. So then you got the Bludgeon Brothers versus the New Day. Which, honestly, the New Day is going to win. No. 
I think they're gonna win. Nope. And then Bludgeon. I think the Bludgeon Brothers will retain, and then they just need new teams. I'm over New Day being in the tag title scene. I would have really liked the Bar versus the Bludgeon Brothers. I would have too. That, that would have been, been hard hitting. Exactly. Probably my favorite match on this card. AJ Same. Styles and Samoa Joe. If they can recreate the magic they had in TNA, TNA Impact, Global Force, whatever you want to call it. But um, my thing is, I love AJ Styles. I love his title run, but I think it's time he loses. He won't lose because he's the cover guy. I know he's the cover. But I mean, yeah. he's it, man it's, of the year. He can't. It's high time. Like I'm, I'm waiting for someone to dethrone him it because be, whoever's yeah, going to dethrone him is going to the moon. You forget that. In October, there's Hell in a Cell. Samoa, Which I hate, by the way. I mean, we I all hate do. these named, these match papers. I believe this Samoa Joe this is, is going to keep his program with AJ after SummerSlam. He may lose at the next one, and then he's going to win it at Hell in a Cell. The strap, when the strap yeah. comes out, on a no-name pay-per-view? I don't care. That's, that's the, I mean, they've done title switches before on that show. Well, I guess, yeah. They've done title switches at house shows. Oh, yeah, good point. Good Samoa point. Joe won the title. Yeah, that's, that's, right. Title, yeah. that's right. I don't care for Alexa versus Ronda. I just want to see Ronda make that sexy-ass face. That's it. What? And she looks all angry and shit. Oh. Like, I think that shit's so hot. Oh, so one of my favorite memories yeah, know, of German on the podcast, and I wish we had a soundbite of it, <laughs> was he's talking about Asuka, and he's like, oh, I love when she does that shit. And we're like, what? He's like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> fucking sexy. <laughs> yeah. Yo, that she shit goes had sick, and I'm just like, You're a cochino. I'm going to need you to stop. What? I, really, I, don't care, I, don't, I don't care for Alexa versus Ronda. I, I, just, I don't. I don't. I, to be honest, I didn't think that she deserved the Money in the Bank briefcase. I feel like that should have been to somebody new, someone a little fresh. Maybe no, is it true that Alexa Bliss really just be fucking everybody backstage? And that's why that's she's a, where she listen, is. Listen, that's a rumor. Not even a rumor. We should be discussing on the podcast, but it's a rumor. Three count podcast is not it. Don't use some comments made by uh, this buddy over here. Please do uh, not uh, hold this against us. Thank you very much. Bye. <laughs> like, Disclaimer. I, 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 that is the supposed rumor going around that the reason she's in the position she's in is because she's supposedly screwing around. I don't know the truth. I know she's supposedly still with, with Wesley, with um, Murphy. Murphy from 205 Live. So I don't know. Who's incredible? Unbelievable. The, the best kept oh, secret. Oh my God. His match against Mustafa Ali His match was one of my favorite things I've ever seen on 205. Name a bad Buddy Murphy match. Anyone's with Wesley Blake. Oh, he was killing Wesley Blake. I like that team. I could care less about him. I like Blake and Murphy. Nah. <laughs> All right. Anyways. I did like when they were Bamf. That was pretty funny. That was hilarious. Bamf. That was really good. I catch it. The Blake, Alexa, Blake, Alexa Murphy, Murphy family. Yeah. Oh. Badass motherfuckers. Oh, oh shit. Shit. Yeah, that's cool. They took on so the creative. Bond villains. We saw them. They got yep. beat, and then it was like, ah! which was weird because like they lost it like a month later. Yeah, I I didn't like the Bond villains. I eh, Simon Gotch is better. Although I did really like the uh, the shoot Simon Gotch did on Enzo. That Enzo's was garbage. That was crazy. He went so hard Enzo's on him. Enzo's such gutter trash. <laughs> Real one. If you can hear me, you're gutter trash. Let me make that couch. clear. Fuck your couch, nigga. Well, you're getting a diss track written about you. I don't give a shit. It. <laughs> <laughs> you can write whatever he wants about me. It's not going to affect did me. Did you listen to him on um, Austin's podcast? I still think he's trash. I and did. Got, oh, yeah. I think he's garbage, I too. Yeah. I don't know if I believe everything he said about him having the most airtime on Raw 25. Yeah, he was, he was talking himself up. Way that too seemed I mean, a little... That, I, can, I can see that. 
Because it was, it was, most of it was going to be backstage segments anyway. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. But I, I can't imagine, like, because nobody talks about now, that. now they don't give as much light to the cruiserweights. He right. somebody, exactly. Well, even then, even if he didn't, it's like, okay, so will you think back on Raw 25, do you really think about the backstage shit that happened? No, you think about Austin? No, well, because that's why he probably would have been in all that backstage segments because it all would have made sense. It, everything he said made sense. Yeah, it did. He would have went in there, lost the title in the in the poker game, and Nia would have won it back. It would have cr- continued that storyline, and then he still would have been the champion. So it's all good. I mean, do I believe everything else he said? Probably not. I just don't understand why he, like, got that title. Like, I understand they wanted him to bring more notoriety to 205, but look what you did with Neville. Now you lost one of your best guys on 205 because of Enzo. It's, in, it's weird because, ne- to my recollection with the Neville situation, in, Neville is now back in England. That's the last thing I heard that he was doing. I miss Neville on my TV. Neville was and should be at this point maybe somewhere in the Intercontinental title like, picture. How about you mean U.S. champion? Hmm? Would you make him U.S. champion? Only if he's a heel. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Only if he's a heel because I don't I, like... Listen, I, I love when there's a heel foreign U.S. champion. It just makes yeah. it... It's just good. Kevin yeah. Owens. Rusev. Great. Rusev. Yeah, great. Rusev, yeah. Rusev came in on great. a freaking tank yep. Yep. to the Russian national anthem. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. That was amazing. That was that mania. In the one yeah. in, uh, see, that mania? I hated that mania. Because they made Undertaker fight in, and daylight. in the daylight. I don't like that. Yeah. Undertaker doesn't no, fight. I mean, it he doesn't come out in daylight. It wasn't really his fault. It no, mean, I know. But it's just... it's just Yeah. It just, it's it weird. just doesn't make sense. Like, like he's I think the, the only negative I had about stuff like... Especially little stuff like that. That was like the, the Levi one, right? Levi yeah. Stadium? That was him was and Ray. Sting coming out to like... Japanese like I drums did not understand. And yeah, like maybe, may, maybe, and I was thinking about it because I was watching it with Ezra the other day. Maybe it was like the Japanese folklore, you know, like oh, he's he's supposedly just a, uh, a story, you know, never not real life. You never thought he would be in WWE, and now here he is. You know, maybe that's what they were going with that. That whole thing, though, was a slap in the face of Sting. That whole yeah, the whole because WWE you have him action. come there, and then you have Triple H beat him. Yeah. That's a slap in the face to Sting. It was. That's a slap in the I face mean, to I the I mean, I think that's icon. why they gave him the, the WWE title match down the line, which he got hurt. Which was not Seth's fault. Insert Bret Hart, I blame Seth Rollins comment here. Fuck that. <laughs> when I heard that, I was like, good thing Goldberg kicked you. Damn. Um. So, like, going back to... Okay. Um, going back to like Raw and SmackDown, we we've we've kind of talked on SmackDown. We've talked about Raw. Let's get into a little bit of NXT. It's just it's really hard to have a wrestling podcast because there's so much going on. Oh, yeah, and when you have yeah, like when you, when you get to sit down with people who really really like it, exactly. not someone who sits there and they're like, oh wow, John Cena, like, God, bro, we went this whole. Podcast and about but, but I'm just saying, and when you just get to sit of, down with people who know more than that, yeah. it's cool because you can't just keep a straight linear line. No, because there's just so much because everyone has something they want to say. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And it's, it's really cool. I get yeah, like, to be able to do that. I, at some point, maybe in one of the later episodes, I do want to touch on the state of the indies. Oh yeah, because the independents 
is oh. a napalm bomb. What was it? Uh, I was fire. listening to uh, Janela on Austin's podcast. Janela and he is said the it. king of the indies. There is a boom coming in wrestling, and it's it is here. coming very. No, he it's said that there's going to be a boom like the Attitude Era coming, and it's going to explode. The, okay. And wrestling is going to be everywhere. Listen. It's going to be cool again. You're going to be seeing kids everywhere with the wrestling I'm gonna, t-shirts. I'm going to touch a little bit on some things, but uh, you know, I'm not going to go and length into into stuff yeah. like that. First, we got Ring of Honor and New Japan Pro Wrestling coming to Madison Square Garden. Which is huge. Already 60% sold out. Are we going? I would hope so. Okay, we're going? Three count, we got to get t-shirts made. Also. <laughs> three count t-shirts. So and that, and that, that, <laughs> that's just one part. I just came from a weekend and I saw Progress Wrestling from the UK and Evolve do a double shot in Boston. I paid $55 for general admission for both shows. And it was way better than the 60-something dollars I paid for mid-higher-up seats at the WWE House Show in Bridgeport. I had the time of my life. And I saw wrestling unlike any other. Well, even the house show, the the local show we went up to in... uh Upstate. Yes. When we saw Gargano. Uh, Wrestle Jam. Wrestle yes. Jam. When we saw Gargano. Versus Shenron. Saw... Dead by Elbow versus the Ants. Yeah. Like the Eight Man. I don't think I've had more fun at a wrestling show. Like. Like that was just. It was insane. Like I know we're, we, we're well aware of WWE doing their UK division. And I saw a good chunk of them during these shows. Guys like a Pete Dunn, Tyler oh, Bates. Man. Fucking Bruiser Witch. Trent Seven. Um, then you so have, cool. tra- Didn't you guys make out? Yes, we did. Trent gave me a kiss on the cachete. Oh shit! For those who don't know, who don't understand, man, that's a cheek. So for our white listeners, yes, that's your cheek. Um, it was <laughs> amazing. Guys like Chris Brooks, who who isn't going to be part of the WWE UK decision, but is amazing on his own. Guys like Jonathan Gresham, who is an American indie wrestler, who I do not understand why he doesn't have a contract somewhere. Guys like uh, T.K. Cooper and Kid Lycos. I can go on for hours. LAX was on that show against the Grizzled Young Veterans. And if I tell you that they stole the fucking show Can I just night, say that whenever someone says Grizzled Young Veterans, all I can think is Anderson and Gallows on Jericho's podcast singing their Grizzled Young Vet song. And it's the funniest it's thing in the fucking world. It's great. But like, like stuff like that. LAX has in a, a big couple months coming up. They're going to be on the Jericho Cruise. I wish we were going to that. I would, so uh, listen, cool, if I had the money for that, I'd be the, I'd be on that thing same, so fast. Same. Well, see, I'm going to see Fozzie October 7th you did tell in me Camden, New Jersey. Aren't, wait, isn't that the same day as um, Sevenfold? They're on that same show. Aren't but we, I think we, Sevenfold we, got taken off because M. Shadows had vocal surgery. So he's not going to be able well, to commit to that show. That. But I'm going to go there and I'm just going to beg Jericho to give me there. tickets for the for the cruise. I'm like, oh, Jericho, yeah. please. Um... I'm but a like, podcaster. LAX is going to be facing the Young Bucks on this cruise. Oh, yeah. Young Bucks, we both know, in my opinion, are the greatest tag team in wrestling right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, Prove without, me wrong. Without a question. Prove me wrong. You name one tag team better than Young Bucks, and I'll, I'll show you a fucking liar. I think, I think now LAX is, <laughs> LAX is hitting a stride that everybody is now realizing how good of a tag team they are. Yeah. Spinning off of that, then you have All In. Let's not talk about All In. 
we're, we're, that's we, that's a that's a that's podcast for a later game. Damn it, damn it, but damn it. but just to touch on it quickly, All In is it is basically it's a it. wrestling fan's wet, wet dream. dream. It's like New Year's for fucking. Wrestling it's Christmas. No, it's Christmas. It will be New Year's. New Year's is a dope. No, no, New Year's would be if we had the money to go to the Jericho Cruise. Okay. That'd be New Year's. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that'd be Christmas because Christmas no, you're like. Hey, actually, how can I go let me let me top let me top you let me top you. Christmas. I don't is, let women top me, bro. <laughs> you just got lynched. And this is <laughs> and this is where a little bit of porno gets spread on the podcast. <laughs> Maddox. Um. <laughs> that's so Maddox. Yeah. There you go. Um. All in. Christmas. Okay. G1 special in New York City at the Garden, New Year's. It's that's the Fourth of July for me. Raw fireworks and, everywhere. Raw and SmackDown, Three Kings Day. <laughs> <laughs> the after. Only a small group of people really care about that. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> like no, it, it, we we are we are in good times when it comes to wrestling. Wrestling now is where it was when I originally fell in love with it. When Unfortunately, when Hulk Hogan was dropping legs on people's faces and Macho Man was literally the greatest thing on my TV. I used to love Yokozuna. Random fact number three. Because, yeah, <laughs> like, like, the whole thing with me, just me personally, like, hearing shit trigger, I mean, like, any human, like, just trigger the thoughts and the memories, like, so I see all this shit, I'm just like, yo, Yokozuna. But what like, fucked me up shit. was... When I got older and I found out he wasn't Japanese, that I was like, "What yeah. the? F- you what kind of madness bitch. is this?" That's what killed. K-fabe? That's what killed kayfabe. Yokozuna Samoan. You <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> Man, back in the day, wrestling used to be like my everything, and I'm actually uh, I'm I on the network. Now. Yeah, I miss it I miss too. It. The network does. I mean, it does help but it just doesn't like all it does is same. remind you how yeah, great, great it was, it was. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like a, it's like a sad like, nostalgic thing but it's cool but I don't know. Uh, recently they just added a, a bunch of Coliseum home videos on the oh, network and um they have like the best of Hulkamania the yeah. best of Bret Hart stuff like that and it's just like I used to have these tapes these thick taped in black casing where you had to like, kind of like book open these bo- these uh-huh. these VHS and I used to rewind it Man, it was just it was a, it was an amazing time to it be was, a fan. It really was, Hulk man. Hogan, as much as I dislike him, now he was a superhero to a lot of people. He was a modern day superhero to everybody. Yeah. Like you guys, guys like the Undertaker, who I personally believe was really dead. That's why I thought no, he see, was dead too. Undertaker didn't scare me as a kid. Paul Bear scared the shit out of yeah. me when I when he popped up on my TV, I would legit like start tearing. Like he scared, he, was scary. he scared the shit out he of me. He was man. Like whenever he would come on, like you can ask my mom, I, I would hide. Like I would cover my face. I would not want to see him. My fear for Undertaker just got a little less when he opened up his coat and it was the American flag for the. Oh yeah, that, that's 94. when I was like, dead people don't series. care about America because they're dead. Like, like I just was, it just threw me off. So like, weird. Like, yeah. Like, I'm American. I feel like wrestling is getting me back to the point 
that I'm excited about it as I was when I was a kid. The only like, I'm starting to get hyped up for it. The only thing that got, get, well, I can't say the only thing, but thanks to when we went to that show and you guys we went to, was it Bethany or wherever the hell that yes. was? Yes. When we went, that was what got me into the indies, thanks to you guys. But New Japan is what's got me. Because I don't, I don't bother WWE anymore, honestly. Like, I, I love it. I'll watch it here and there, and I'll try to keep my, my ears to it. But New Japan has my interest, my energy, my heart, my mind, everything. I love New Japan, Ring of Honor. I actually, uh, did Did we all see Dominion? I know I did. I don't, I don't think I saw Dominion. I'm a, that I was uh, Jericho Naito, right? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, and I, I saw, saw that. that. Yeah, I okay. saw that. So we all saw that whole card. Was that the one with um, Hiromu Hiromu Ta- was it Ta- not Hiromu Takahashi, whatever, with uh, what's his face? Um, Osprey? F- yeah. Yes. Okay, all right. So... We've all seen it, so I think next week we should definitely touch on that because I want to go over that card and its importance to wrestling as a whole no. now. Yeah. So I, I'm going to cut that conversation off That's now. Cool. That's cool. I want to kind of touch back a little bit on the old school stuff. Yeah. Um, definitely with like, you know, guys like Ric Flair, Macho Man, Shawn Michaels. Yeah, yeah. You the know, GOAT. The GOAT. No questions. To you, who's your GOAT? If you're, if you're, it's tough for me, man. Okay. Because it, it changes. Like sometimes I'm like, yo, The Rock was just this, but he, you know, then it's Austin, and then fuck Dwayne Johnson. Uh, I didn't say Dwayne. I said The Rock. Same guy. <laughs> Same guy. One had stupid like. hair. One had a stupid eyebrow. And both. It um, changes. It changes. I want to kind of like, I want to ask, what was your first wrestling memory? Wrestling show? Wrestling memory? First card you ever been to live? What I was? Remember, oh, I, I can tell. I can tell you all of it. Okay. My first memory. I can't tell you exactly what it was, but my first wrestling memory is seeing Ultimate Warrior running down the ramp, and I might have been six, and I thought it was the coolest thing in the entire world. TV? And after that, I would run around my house and just start shaking shit. Yeah. My first wrestling show, I want to say, was in 98, 99. It was one of the last shows at the New Haven Coliseum, and I saw Shawn Michaels versus Undertaker in a cage match. Awesome. That's That's awesome. And it was amazing. Jeremy? Um, my first, like, the, how I got into wrestling was, you met my best, Jonathan, my yes. pal. I don't know if you've met him yet. I might have. I, I think, I, I Tiffany saw the part you were about yet. So, when, um, Sunday school, like, I remember him always talking about it with his brother and his other friends, whatever, and that's when we kind of, like, became close, and I was like, well, everybody's talking about wrestling, I want to know what it is, and I stood over my grandmother's house that night, it was a Sunday or a Saturday, and it was, for some reason, it was, I don't know, maybe it was just a rerun, mm-hmm. and it was Vader versus Kane, and I fell asleep, I didn't get to watch it, watch okay. it, but it was just, that's what it was like, yo, I gotta watch this, because everybody's talking about it, and then from there on out, okay. I made sure I, I watched it, and that's when I got hooked, but my first live show was the first live event in Bridgeport, fresh Brock Lesnar before he became Brock Lesnar, mm-hmm. I fought that, that night, that was, um, I think we might have been at the same show because if I'm not mistaken, he fought a local talent by the name of CM Punk, and I sat there and I'm like, yeah. I've never seen that motherfucker in Bridgeport in a day life. in yep. my life. Yep, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And then there was the um, Kane Undertaker for the Brothers of Destruction versus Booker T and Tess in the cage yep. match. Oh, and yeah. I remember my mom going, she we were sitting there and we're watching Undertaker, and she goes, pero tan blanco. <laughs> <laughs> That was, that was my yeah, first uh, live, live card. Um, I actually spoke with you recently about this. My first time watching wrestling, if my recollection is correct, is I was 90, 9, 1990 Survivor Series or 91? 
where it's Hogan versus Taker. I think it was 91. Because oh, he debuted yeah. in 90. Yeah. So 91 Survivor Series. Yeah. Taker beats Hogan for the strap. Mm -hmm. Within a year Within a of year. joining the company. That's crazy. That, that's my first pay-per-view. His first live event, though, was uh, Nature Boy Buddy Rogers. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. Um, actually, I think... <laughs> that, that, actually, no, so that may not have been... That Survivor Series was the first memory I have on TV wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been to wrestling before that. I don't remember anything before that that really like, clicks to me. But that same year, earlier in the I year... I just want to say, your snap registered so high nice. on the sound. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, my first live viewing was... Ultimate Warrior Macho Man, Madison Square Garden, inside a steel cage. And I remember it the sweet so, blue so vividly. Was it the sweet blue one? I don't remember. The, it was. You mean the sweet blue, the cage? blue cage? Yes. Sweet blue cage. What the I remember the most as a perv, being five years old, was, Elizabeth? was Sherry's dress getting ripped by the Ultimate Warrior and him shaking it on the top <laughs> of the cage like only the Ultimate Warrior can. That's my first like memory... I think it's on the network already. I do think it's on oh, the yeah? network. I'll say if you can find the card for that. See what else was on there. Because damn, bro, that, that's a... I will say... That sounds crazy. The first time I remember sitting through and watching an entire pay-per-view was WrestleMania 11. Watching Sean beat Brett. Yes. In the Iron Man match. No, that's not 11. That's 12. Is it? I think mine was WrestleMania no, I 13. I 12. 12 was an Iron Man. Okay, well, that one. I sat there and watched it, and I remember just watching the entire thing and literally sitting there for an hour watching them go to a 0-0 draw yeah. and just never thinking about not like, turning it off and, like, this is boring. And mm -hmm. just, like, looking back at it now, <clears throat> what year was that? I'm about to look at uh, WrestleMania 12. Yeah, was that 90... 96. 96? So I'm six years old watching that. Ten. And I can't, I can't imagine now, like, looking back or seeing, like, a six-year-old sit there for an hour watching two dudes beat the shit out of mm -hmm. each other. Mine uh, was WrestleMania 13, and I remember it because the theme song was the Highway to Hell song. I'm on a highway yep. to hell. <laughs> and uh, and that, I thought it was, like, the coolest song. I'm a little kid. But... I made sure that was when I had the scrambler box. And I made sure I watched it. Like, Mijo, do you want the highway to nowhere? No, no. <laughs> do you want the merit to Christ? <laughs> no, man. But that was my own. Um, I remember the black one. scrambler boxes. Yo, yeah, God, dude. cranking your camera and black scrambler boxes. Two things kids have no idea. No. My first about. recollection of the scrambler is watching Battle Bowl for WCW 1995. Damn. Crazy. I didn't start watching. I didn't start watching WCW until right before the Monday Night Wars because my older brother used to watch WCW. He was a big WCW fan. The, my earliest memory of WCW is Jericho. Like, no. It was some, I don't know, but Jericho is what stood out to me the most. I remember always being a Jericho fan just because I thought he was, like, cool. See, you I didn't call understand yourself, what was going you on. You call yourself a Jericho fan, but can you name Move 675? Oh can you? I can. Armbar. <laughs> I was not on the network anymore. You guys suck. That was one of the greatest segments on anything. See, that was so great. I, that's how 
as you know how kids are innocent and they pick on things or whatever. That's how it was. For, like I, I was a fan of Jericho because I liked the fighting. I liked the way he wrestled. I didn't know anything about promos. What was being said? Like I'm not. You know when um NWO will come out or like the, the the disclaimer will come out or whatever, and they'll be like, oh yeah, when, it, when the way they they spoke, like we're gonna come and change this or whatever. I really felt like they were talking about coming to my house, and I remember being scared, and I closed the door, I locked it, and everything. I really thought the NWO was gonna like, break into my house. <laughs> But that was the innocence, but... I don't want Hogan in my the, house! It was Scott Hall, bro. But the whole, he was just creepy. Cre I loved hey, him. Yo. I loved him. But that scared the shit out of me. But that goes to what I'm saying with Jericho. Like, I just... I was a fan of the wrestling. Then I learned about the promos later. That was the match. Oh, shit. I was there somewhere in the nosebleeds. So, speaking of Scott Hall, uh, do you want to know why Scott Hall was and always will be one of my favorites? The toothpick? Why? Not only the toothpick. Because growing up as a Cuban, oh. there was not a lot of Cubans in any kind of media. Makes sense. And he was a champion. Cuban. He was a Cuban character. Mm -hmm. And he was cool. Yeah. So it was like me growing up, I would see it and I'm like, that's me. Like that's, that's someone you like me on him. TV. And that that's was cool because cool. there's none like that anymore. What were we talking about again? Scott Hall. Oh, yeah. Razor Ramon. Ramon. Yeah. It was just... I thought that's what it was by listening yeah. to what you're like, saying. It, it's just... Like, okay. It's so cool. And, and it's like, to this day, you still have people going, hey, yo. Hey, yo. No, you know what's crazy, too? It's like... It's kind of the same feeling. I mean, obviously, not I'm not Cuban, but the fact that it was a Sp Spanish speaker, like, he would say little yeah. Spanish words here and there. And I was like, oh, damn. Hey, yo. Chico. You, exactly. There yeah, you go. And it's just like... I know what that means. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, oh, that he's one of us. Uh -huh. So, but that. The but it's weird because I didn't feel the same way with like Savio Vega and all them. I thought like, Savio, I like Savio Vega being completely Puerto Rican, like he legit yeah. Puerto Rican. Yeah. I was like, what is this watered down Hispanic salsa? Yeah. It's like I got yeah. I got more Latin from Scott Hall than I did from, than I did from Savio from Vega. The thing about Puerto Savio Rican. is that like he spoke Spanish on, during his promos. But he spoke it in like that legit Spanish language and so fast that you didn't understand like as a kid, yeah, what the hell are you saying? saying? Yeah. He's like, Yo, I'm just like, whoa. Yeah. Ritalin. And then even then they went with him being with the Nation of Domination too, kind of just It was weird. Yeah. Like But then flash forward and you have Carlito come. And there you go, you got another that's Hispanic cool. on there who has the same swagger that Razor Ramon had. They try, uh, yeah. They try to reinvent that character and with the Carlito. You it's just have all these little Spanish kids looking at Carlito, saying, "That's my me. guy." Yep. Yeah. That's me. Yeah. Do you know how many times I would eat an apple and just spit it? I just still do it to the day. Yeah. My brothers, we do it all the time. I just spit in, in the, the face, face of people, people who don't want to be cool. cool. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Absolutely. That's crazy, man. I like. We remember those things, but the but the reason why like, we were we attached to and that's character. the magic of wrestling that's why when someone tells me oh wow you like wrestling that's so stupid no like you don't i hate when people sit there and like oh you like wrestling it's fake no fucking shit well so it's is the fake. housewives of every I'm fucking not city sitting here you know all that bullshit. i'm glad he said that i'm not sitting here watching wrestling because i think these guys are beating the shit out of each other i'm watching I mean, wrestling sometimes because it's fun like yeah. these guys are taking you know nothing and making some magic out yeah. of it. Yeah. Like, Gargano and Ciampa. We've all been in a friendship that ended. Yep. Those guys took a situation that everyone can relate to mm -hmm. and blew it up 
times a hundred. Yep, absolutely. Because everyone has that one friend that they've been friends with, and you're no longer friends with them. Yeah, yeah. And that's what it is. Mm -hmm. They take all these situations that you felt and you've dealt with, and they just blow them up and they exaggerate it. Magic. It's a great word. If I can recommend a match that had magic in this day and age, in this era of wrestling, do yourself a favor and watch. Anything with the revival in NXT versus either American Alpha or DIY. Before we continue on that, I really hope that the reason why Chad Gable's not on TV now is because American Alpha's getting back together. And I'm glad you brought that up because I read something earlier today. So did I. They're, they are? No. No. Then I don't Jason Jordan, actually, his injury may be worse than what we originally thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he may be out either that much longer or could be out indefinitely. So... Okay, well, soon, Jason Jordan. We hope that it's, you know, not as bad as everybody's making it out to be. And you do come back and recreate that magic with American Alpha because they were one of the best tag teams for me. And let's just forget that whole nonsense about him being Kurt Angle's son because that was horrible. That was so bad, especially because you didn't make Queen Charmel his mom. That's all I'm saying. I hope Booker T's not listening to this. Sucker! King Booker! You got when Ty does that shit. That shit is Yo, funny yeah. Enough. Oh man, we miss you, Ty. Can't believe, uh, can't believe he future endeavored himself out of our <laughs> podcast. He's not futured endeavored. He's just he's taking a sabbatical. He, he he's going through the territories right now. We'll just say he's going through the territories. He's running the towns. Yeah, he's he's he's, so, he's, he's coding it right now. Yeah. As we draw to a close. Yes. Oh, um, man, this was fun. It was. it was fun. Well, that's why. More. That's why you're gonna tune in every Thursday. We're recording a new one, mm. and especially uh, with this new format, this was basically just like a yeah, dry run, pretty much. This was like a test run. run. Yeah, like a dry run, basically. N- next week is gonna be more organized. We did kind of hit like threw a lot of spitballs out there, see what caught, see what didn't. Uh, it we're seems done. like everything caught. We did good. Oh no, I, it's I just, agree. It's just really fun. It's just like I said earlier. We, it's just so hard to talk in a direct line. How, exactly. How long have so far? Oh, long enough. Because <laughs> well, our, our fucking like longest podcast was like fucking four hours. Longer than Daniel Bryan's world title run. Oh wow! Yeah, that was. I mean, we're I was, not, we're I not was getting Seamus. No, no, no. I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, wow, I, I completely forgot about that. I was gonna say Zack Ryder, but never mind. Woo woo woo! You, you know, know it. it. Uh, but yeah, you wanna take us out? Um, next week is gonna be again more organized. Definitely, we're gonna have like kind of like um topics on what we're gonna touch on. Um, At some point, Champ will be here. We are going to have a rotating chair of people. We're going to have some guests once in a while. You know, there's definitely going to be a bunch of different things coming with this podcast. I'm definitely looking forward to what we can make this become. I'm really looking forward to the GOAT episode, the Mount Rushmore episode. Oh, that's good. That I'm excited for. We have to discuss that. The Mount Rushmore episode is going to be amazing. Yeah, that's just going to be crazy. Um, that's gonna be so like not heated, but you know. Like, I, I will say this: next week, everybody, on top of my head, we're gonna discuss SummerSlam as a whole. We're gonna do some retro, you know, SummerSlam. Talk about what SummerSlam has been up until this point, and then we're gonna touch on Takeover, being that it's gonna be that upcoming weekend. Is SummerSlam what, that's next week or two? It's not this weekend. The following weekend. Yeah. Right, exactly. So next Thursday when we record, we'll, we'll be, be definitely touching the week up, of it. Yes. Right? Okay. We'll be definitely touching on Raw, SmackDown, NXT, right. and 205, and then we're going to lead into SummerSlam, where it has been, what it is now, and then we're going to touch on TakeOver, 
in Brooklyn for the fourth year straight. It's gonna be it's it's gonna be fun. Didn't we go to the first one? We did. Hell yeah. You know, I, I went got, to the first and I went to the third. You know, we could definitely do that too. Next week we could definitely do like a retro cast with kind of like what we're doing with SummerSlam. We could talk about the cool. uh, New York um, takeovers and how awesome they've always been. You're gonna make Champ hate you. Why? Because Champ hates me. Why? Because I got to see Liger and he didn't. Like he didn't see Liger, but he throws in my face. He goes, "I saw Nakamura." I'm like, "I saw Liger." I mean, I've seen Nakamura plenty of times. Well, I've seen Nakamura too, but he's never seen Liger. He can say that he saw Nakamura. Who do you see Nakamura against? Samoa Joe. 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 But before we cancel, that is my favorite chant. Joe, that is one of my Joe, favorite things Joe, when they just Joe, go Joe 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 Joe, 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 Joe. That's great. Well, we we will definitely discuss all that next week. Um, I have been your host. My name is West. Brody out. Paige, I'm coming home. (laughs) Thank you and good night. (laughs)